This is News Talk. Well, we'll begin with the Irish Examiner and there's this big landmark deal on nature, which we'll be chatting about shortly here on Breakfast Briefing. It's on the front of the Examiner. A landmark deal to halt the destruction of Earth's ecosystems leaves Ireland with a stack of homework to do to meet its obligations. This is according to wildlife experts. Porrick Fogarty from the Irish Wildlife Trust, who will be on with us shortly, said there's much to be done before we could get optimistic. I think the point with all of this is that deals are great and agreements are great, but it's all about how they are uh, implemented uh, that really matters. That's also the front of the Irish Times. COP15 talks agree plan to reverse biodiversity loss by 2030. Uh, It's being described as transformational and historic. And obviously we do need this because we were told by the UN that this really was sort of the last ditch attempt to get uh, to row back on some of the reversals and destruction of the environment in recent years. So we'll chat about that shortly, but that's on the front of the Irish Times and the Irish Examiner. On the front of the Irish Independent, they are looking at what Leo Vradker is going to do, and apparently Fine Gael TD is very worried that Taoiseach Leo Vradker will seek to exert his power by putting a number of junior ministers on the chopping block. So obviously at the weekend, there weren't exactly huge surprises with the reshuffle, so now people are wondering, well, maybe the big reshuffles will come when it comes to junior ministers. Uh, so apparently Fine Gael TDs are feeling the heat ahead of a reshuffle of junior ministers, which looks to be more dramatic than the cabinet changes announced at the weekend. Fianna Fáil TDs expect only minor changes among their own junior ministers. I suppose the point here would be for a lot of people when you meet them on the street they couldn't tell you who some junior ministers are. So the media will care about this and the politicians will care about this. I'm not sure members of the public will be on the edge of their seat but we'll see what happens with this big meeting because Leo Vradker, Michal Martin and Eamon Ryan meeting today and then they'll appoint the junior ministers tomorrow after cabinet. Um, The other big story in the front of the examiner which people really will care about you'd imagine is the latest scam because there's so many scams going on at the moment and now we've new details about a highly sophisticated fraud gang who are targeting people over Christmas often by using bogus taxis and there's already a hundred victims of this gang who've worked out how to beat facial recognition on mobile phones which they use to empty their target's bank accounts along with other methods. The gang has already raised 300 grand from their scam um, and they've access to their victims' email accounts as well. So what they're saying is that because the gang have been able to work out how to beat the face ID on your phone uh, that they steal, they can go into the forgot password section on the phone and get sent a password reset request. And then they have your email too, so they're able to reset a password and hack away. So quite concerning there. A lot more detail about that in the Indo this morning. A hero is home is the front of the Irish Daily Mail. The photograph is of Sean Rooney's coffin carried off the plane at Baldonnell in Dublin yesterday. The mother of private Sean Rooney watched in tears as the plane carrying her son's remains landed at Casement Aerodrome early yesterday. Uh, Private Rooney from Donegal was brought home in a white coffin draped in a tricolour during an emotional 
Memorial Ceremony at Baldonnell Air Base on the outskirts of Dublin. That's also on the front of the mirror this morning. Forever loved mum's agony as body of her son arrives in Ireland ahead of his funeral. The paper is still covering, of course, the Regency Hotel trial. The Irish son, I don't know what I'm talking about. Jonathan Dowdall branded claims he knows how to make bombs as nonsense. He was heard chatting about them with Regency kill accused Jerry the Monk Hutch, but Dowdall yesterday said, I don't know what I'm talking about. Inside the papers, a very worrying report from Women's Aid in the Irish Times today. That charity says it's noticed an increase in contacts to its helpline from women concerned about economic abuse. So obviously this is all to do with the cost of living crisis and Women's Aid said it expected to see a 17% increase in calls to its helpline in the new year as women deal with the aftermath of Christmas and figures provided to the Irish Times show there were 2,600 contacts made to the Women's Aid National Free Phone Helpline in November which rose to 2,862 and then over 3,000 in January of this year. So as you can see, as Christmas sets in, the calls rise and they're expecting more of this. January a busy month and they're expecting it to be even busier now with the cost of living crisis. Things like what they're saying is, you know, that women could be told you're not allowed to turn on the heating in the house that they could be spending Christmas in the cold so that's in the Irish Times the Women's Aid Helpline number by the way is 1-800-341-900 and it will be open all over Christmas staying with the festive season uh, and another negative side of Christmas in the sun we're told that rats cockroaches and fleas could be lurking in your Christmas decorations um, and apparently people, I'm actually amazed at this, I saw this on Instagram last night, people are still putting up their Christmas decorations. Five days to go and they don't have their trees up and things. But anyway, if you're going into the attic or into the spare room, getting out your decorations, just be aware that rats and mice and cockroaches and things uh, enjoy lying in the Christmas decorations and be aware of them. Rental Kill is reporting a 50% increase in rat-related calls in the lead-up to winter. And apparently that dip in temperatures that we've seen over the weekend is only going to make things worse. So that's a nice positive story for your Tuesday morning. Two final stories for you. One comes from the mirror. I know people absolutely love watching Strictly Come Dancing. Uh, and the winner was announced over the weekend. But now there's a question mark over whether the winner is <clears throat> as novice a dancer as as being sort of said the whole idea with Strictly Come Dancing is that you get celebrities who can't dance and teach them how to dance. But in the mirror, we're told that there's new footage which has emerged of the winner of Strictly, Hamza Yassin, doing a difficult dance 12 years ago. But the BBC is continuing to insist that he's a novice. So he was described, he's a wildlife presenter in case you don't know him, he was described as having no experience before he won the glitter ball in Strictly. But now new pictures show him doing a Paso Doble, which apparently is a very, very difficult dance. And he was doing this 12 years ago at an end-of-term show back in 2010. Uh, And there's some former students who also took part in this show 12 years ago, essentially saying he's an excellent dancer and he's loads of experience. Uh, His dance partner has said that he came here on the show with no dancing experience and he made it. The BBC is saying that he's never had lessons before taking part and now it turns out that 12 years ago he was able to do a very difficult dance. I don't watch Strictly myself. I know a lot of people love it so I'm sure some will care about that. Final story comes 
from the Times of London and amazing with all the new music artists and new types of music out there. It's the golden oldies that young people still enjoy. So we're told that Kate Bush, Fleetwood Mac, The Beatles and Nirvana have been named among the top 30 musical inspirations for young people. Now Eminem, who was huge when I was a teenager, didn't think he was still popular, but Eminem was topping the list. He got 28% of the votes. But it turns out that young people are inspired by artists that their parents listen to. So Kate Bush garnered 7% of the votes. We also have Oasis, ABBA, The Beatles, Fleetwood Mac and David Bowie. And of the 1,000 people surveyed, 45% believe that retro artists are making a comeback. And then if you think recently that huge song with Elton John uh, and Britney Spears as well, you know, these are all people who were known years ago. Uh, They're still very, very popular, it would seem. The poll also found that almost half of young people find inspiration on social media and 43% turn to TikTok uh, and music uh, streaming sites as well. So get out the record player over Christmas and play some of the old artists because apparently young people love it. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com This, this is Newstalk.